Thank you for listening to the podcast of Palmetto Baptist Church. We pray that as you listen to the following message, that it will encourage you to continue to connect, grow, and serve in your relationship with God and with others. Hey, uh, want to see how many of you uh, who have been away for a while came back for homecoming uh, today to be with us on this last homecoming in this facility. So if you're if you're a guest here today, just for coming back for homecoming to be with folks you knew a long time or have known a long time, please stand up just so we can see. We're not going to embarrass you, but we just want to see you. Y'all stand up for us. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank y'all very much. Thank you so much for coming back home on homecoming. It's great. And we appreciate you being here. I've got a slide up here that I want to put up. Uh, what is your name? How long have you been at PBC? What brought you to PBC? Do you have a favorite memory since you've been here? And what keeps you here? You know, um, traditionally on homecoming here at Palmetto Baptist Church, we either have a, a former pastor to preach or a former staff member. We've done that several times. Uh, Claude Richardson, who was here during the early 60s, preached here one time here since I've been here. Um, we've had Sam Orr a time or two. We've had Tom Doherty last year. Uh, we've had uh, John O'Long to come back and preach for us. We've had, we've had just uh, former members to come. King Jackson came here. You know, old glory, King Jackson came here and he spoke, and then there have been a few times when you had to put up with me speaking. I'm sorry about that. But you know what I thought about on this last homecoming in this building? Y'all have heard enough out of me. I'd like to hear from you. I wanted to hear from our church. There's a place in the Psalms where, where a writer of one of the Psalms says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And I've always loved that, that verse. And so I thought, you know, it'd be good for some of you to share with us. And uh, some of you I talked to about this, and some of you uh, I haven't talked to about this, but, but we're going to take this time to hear from you. In 1881, there was a small group of people who were members at Rama Church, just up the road here. Rama is our mother church. In fact, Rama is the mother church for a lot of churches in this area. Sardis came out of Rama. First Baptist Fairburn came out of Rama. Our church came out of Rama. We all appreciate Rama. In 1881, there were a group of people who said, you know, in these muddy roads, it's, it's too far for us. It takes too long, especially during the winter and the rainy seasons. It takes too long for us to go from south of the metropolis of Palmetto all the way up to Rama. Would you allow us, they asked their church, they said, would you allow us to start a new church uh, a little closer to where we live and Ramo had just started meeting every single Sunday, which, by the way, was unusual because most churches back then only met once or twice a month on Sundays. But they had just started meeting every Sunday, and they said, sure, we'll sponsor you to do that. They weren't mad or anything. Nowadays, you'd have to be mad at somebody to start a church a mile down the road. They weren't mad or anything. They, they allowed a group of people to come down here, and they started worshiping. They even said, we don't have a pastor. And they said, well, you can share ours. His name was George W. Colquitt, and he was the longest tenured pastor even to this day. He was here more years than any other pastor. 
George W. Coquit. He spoke four languages. He was also a professor at a college in Carrollton. You folks have gone downhill since then. I want to tell you that. And uh, first met down here in the Methodist Church building because we didn't have a building. And then about three or four years later, we, our church built a little building on these grounds. It was a very decorative building, and that was served as a place for our church to meet until, until 1934 when this building was built with a, a brand new technology, cinder blocks. It was. It was new technology. It was almost like the Apple iPad back then. And it's been our place to worship since 1934. We've added on the front. We've added on the back. We've added on the Sunday school wing over the years. But uh, here we are. And we've had a lot of homecomings in this wonderful place. And one of my favorite people to worship in this place is Carolyn Johnson. She's one of your favorites, too. And I want to ask Miss Carolyn to stand up and tell us about how long she's been here and what her name is, because I know y'all don't know her, and... and uh, just whatever you want to say. My name is Carolyn Johnson. Ed and I moved to Palmetto in 1985. We were going to a Methodist church in Atlanta that was in a changing neighborhood, and this was twice that we had gone through that process. Uh, Ed was teaching a Bible class, so we continued to go back to Mary Brannan Methodist Church for five years, four years. And in August of 1989, we became members here. We had already made a lot of friends, and uh, we knew some people that went here, among them our son, Michael, and his wife. So we wanted to be in a church where there were some children. You cannot grow unless you have children in your church. And I had worked with children before in Sunday school, and so... We just decided that we would come here even though there was a Methodist church right next door. But I didn't think at that time that they were growing. So we just came here, and we have been quite happy, and we have had a lot of love and support through uh, the times that we have been through with Ed's death and his long-term illness. I've had a lot of support from this church family and my Sunday school class. You won't find a nicer group of women than the Fidelis class. So if anybody is over 60, we invite you to come to our class. And female. female. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or male, yes, sir. Yeah. Well, we do have an honorary member, our Beth uh, Hollingsworth uh, Collinsworth, her husband, is a member of our class on certain Sundays when Beth is teaching. So it's just a wonderful place to be. And I'm glad to have a part in this church that's growing. When we had the first campaign in 2001. 2005. 2005. Ed and I pledged to give over what we were tithing at that time. And we have not stopped, even though we were not in a campaign. We have given all these years. I can't give that much now because I'm on a very limited income, but I still give above my tithe to give to this church so that we might have a 
better facility and might grow faster and in love and service. (laughs) I love that. Thank you so much, Miss Carol. (laughs) Miss Rebecca Thompson's another Hall of Famer. She was on the search committee that came to see me. You remember that, Miss Rebecca? That was 115 years ago, and that's been a long time ago. Stand up and, and the worst thing that ever happened. Be quiet, buddy. <laughs> buddy Thompson's over here. We must be eating today. I'm... <laughs> Tell us, uh, how long have you been a member here, Miss Rebecca? And, uh... um, actually, uh, Jerry, my husband, and I and our three boys moved to Palmetto November 1973. Out across from uh, Harriet and Jerry, that's my brother, brother-in-law and sisters. But some of y'all know Harriet. And then um, in, I guess, January or February, Buddy and them and his mom and dad were building a house next door to us. And so uh, theirs wasn't quite finished. I moved in mine unfinished because Jerry had to go to Oklahoma to school for three months. And so uh, they just put me down there. We could get in, but a lot of stuff inside was not finished. But... It was a great move, and um, we were attending Buffington Road Christian Church, and um, we still went back for a couple years in the mornings, but at night we would come here with Harriet and Jerry and their children, and um, the boys did not like it. They said, we live here, and at that time they were going to school at Colonial Hills in East Point, and... um, they said, we go to school in East Point, and we go to a church in Red Oak, and we live in Palmetto. So anyway, we decided to move our membership here a couple years after that, and so been here ever since, been really happy here. Um, so that's um, how long I've been here, like 40, 42 years more or less, and um, I guess because uh, we needed to be in a community where we lived our church needed to be here, and we have lots of memories I can't really say. I mean, I just got in and got busy teaching and being a part, and that was great. And I remember when we actually added uh, the part of the church, because it used to, we didn't have that sunroom and the upstairs that's over there now. And um, Mr. J.T. Jorna and Jerry would come up here. J.T. would come by the house with a get Jerry, and they, Jerry had a a bucket, like a five-gallon bucket, and he had his hammer and his all his tools in there, and they'd come up here and work on this building uh, over there. And uh, uh, some good memories were going on the senior trips or the trips with Charlie Pace, some really great times with people here, and we just grew to be part of the family. Um, I keep coming back because where else can I go but to the Lord and to here? And since Jerry passed away, um, even before, everybody's been so good mm. and helped me. Mm. And this is my brother, Buddy. So I have Buddy, and Buddy has me. Well, I can't be, believe she claimed you, Buddy. That's incredible. That's incredible. Wow. Wow. David Carpenter's family. Mr. David. Stand up, David. Little old bitty fellow you are. <laughs> Tell us about uh, how long y'all been here and who you are and what brought you here and stuff. 
David Carpenter, and this is my daughter Ansley, my wife Becky, and her mother Nancy. Um, strange that I live in Arbor Springs, just down the road, and we moved here from Montgomery. We'd been going to churches all over the place, but in 2001, went back to my 20th high school reunion in Monroeville, Alabama, and Brenda Deloach, I went to school with her, and she said, you should come see us at, at Palmetto. We've got a great new preacher at the time. And uh, <laughs> so and uh, so we started coming then and just really enjoyed it. Um, knew that this was the place. We had a great church in Montgomery and just really were struggling to find somewhere where we could connect and, and feel like home. And this is definitely it. Uh, so we've been here 14 years or so. Um, favorite memory? If you'll remember when you started the campaign drive, uh, Becky and I had a lake lot up on Carter's Lake, mm -hmm. and the subdivision had gone into bankruptcy and was having issues. I thought we'd never be able to sell it or get out of it, and uh, I just happened to, to connect with some people to find out what's going on, found out a guy bought some land that, that came up right to my six and a half acres up there, and so I approached him, and uh, he said, yeah, I'd love to have that property because it's between us and the gate and getting out of here. And um, Anyway, so we worked it out. I deeded the, over to the church, sold the property, facilitated that deal, and wrote a letter to you about it, I think, that you published here. Yep. Um, and I can tell you that's the closest thing to divine intervention we'd seen with that property in, in quite a while. So that was really moving. And then we had a men's breakfast one morning, and... I heard how many or how few people had joined that year, and I was thinking, wow, if I just got one person to join this church, it's mean something, you know? So uh, we had started going here. We started talking with Tara, and uh, so Tara and her girls started coming, Tara Freeman, Kathy and Don West, Papa Tom, uh, <laughs> Michelle and her husband Sterling. So we now have contributed two pews worth of folks to this church. Amen. Uh, Amen. And, and love it. And we keep coming back for that same reason. I think that everybody connects in this church and, and loves each other. And, uh, and you're a big reason, you know, I think for everybody here that we count on you and your guidance to continue to support the move and uh, believe in what you're doing. So that's why we're here. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, David. I really hate to give over the microphone to Merrill Jenkins, but uh, it wouldn't be a 134th homecoming without hearing from Merrill Jenkins. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, my name is Merrill Jenkins, and uh, I'm going to read them down. How long have you been here? Uh, you're not going to believe it because I certainly don't look that old. I've been a member of this church for 66 years. Uh, I, what brought me to this church was uh, Elaine Jones, uh, Janice Grace, Richard Grace, Johnny Smith, Joe Turner, Benny Jones, Pete Cavender. All my friends come to church here. And so that's the reason I came to church here. I wish I could say the Lord led me here to serve, but as well as I remember, he didn't. Uh, <laughs> but I come this church because all of my friends come to church here. If they had gone to the Methodist church, I would probably be down at the Methodist church this morning because I don't, 
I don't move much. I've been here 60 years, six years. I had one job, stayed on one job, so where I'm, uh, where I go within, I'm plant, I stay there. So well, that's, I, that's one of the reasons I've been here. Uh, but all of my friends and uh, folks I knew brought me to this church, I guess. And uh, some, I have so many wonderful memories that uh, uh, it's hard, and I just sitting here when I was reading that and trying to think of it. I guess number one uh, of my favorite memories is the morning that we had started, kicked off our capital campaign, and we met down at the new property under a tent. We had 450 folks or something like that down there. We had vans driving back and forth to the church, carrying the most exciting meeting that I guess I've ever been to in my life. Number two, one more that I've got to mention. Uh, my mother was a Methodist, and most of my family were Methodists at that time. But me and Pat and Jan had always come to this church. Uh, and I don't know if Jan come for the same reason I did or not. But, uh, and, oh, she came because she, well, that's, that's good, okay. But uh, my mother, was she about 70-something years old? But anyway, yeah, well, I don't know how old she was. But uh, she got to come into church with us, and uh, I probably because some of the children were coming here. And she never went a whole lot, but she was a member of Hopewell Methodist Church. So uh, she uh, started coming, and all of a sudden she was kind of feeble and not the healthiest person in the world. She wobbled down and wanted to uh, move, uh, be baptized and become a member of Palmetto Baptist Church. And I will never forget that. And the pastor said, would you like to be in the baptistry with your mother as we baptize her? I said, I would love it. So wow. That's a memory that sticks wow. out. And uh, what keeps me here is this church, the people in this church, mm. not this building. I'm going to be just as happy down at that other building down there. But the love that uh, the people show to everybody in, in here uh, keeps me at this church. Uh, I always, I, I know that for sure because in 2012, 2013, I almost died, and mm. they sent me home to kick the bucket, but uh, through the prayers and all the things that this church uh, did for me, uh, just all the time somebody was over at my house doing stuff for me, uh, they were over there cutting the grass one day when I was in the hospital, and uh, Carolyn come home from the hospital, which she spent all all the time up there, but anyway, they had told her that uh, I may not wake up, but if I woke up, I would be different. But I I was different. I mean, but when I woke up, I knew knew everybody in the hospital that was standing around in there. But, uh, uh, and the prayers and the help and everything from this church, and folks were just real interested in me, me surviving. And I'll always remember on Easter Sunday, I wanted to come to church and care for my wife and my family and Karen Braun and them. Or, no, you don't need to go to church. And But they finally let me come, and they slipped me in the back, pushed me up the thing, put me away, and I got to sit right over there on Easter Sunday, and that was a real blessing to me. Thank you. Thank you. 
one of the most unique persons that's ever been a member of this church and one who's been a member for among the longest of anybody is Mr. Richard Grays. Mr. Richard Grays, stand up. We've already answered the first one. It's Richard Grace. Um, we moved to Palmetto in uh, 1949 uh, to live with my aunt and uncle down below town. And uh, as a very young kid, I had a drug problem. I was drugged to church. But it was the Methodist church right down the street. And I kept looking up the hill, and all my friends were up here. So uh, I kind of switched up the hill and been here. Uh, I was baptized in May of 1952. The baptismal pool was right where the piano is now. Uh, uh, you can still see a outline of a little door back there. We had to come through a little tunnel. But cold water. Cold, well, it was water. <laughs> um, and uh, Beverly Johnson and I walked the aisle the same night. Um, and like David, I've, I've filled up two pews. All of them aren't here in this service. Some of them are in the next service. But uh, here's one pew full and uh, yep. another one in the next service. So uh, favorite memory, there's so many. Mm. I was baptized here. I was married here. Uh, all my kids were baptized here. Uh, mm. Just tons and tons of memories. Mm. Uh, so what keeps me here? Um, got a great Sunday school class. They asked you to let me teach every once in a while. And uh, love them all and love everybody here. Don't want to go back to the Methodist church. <laughs> Amen. When Amanda and I came here in 2000, one of the first things we did was go to Pigeon Forge with the senior adult group led by Charlie Pace. Charlie's in a much better place this morning, but his, his beautiful bride, Miss Hilda, is here, and I've asked her to stand up. and Tell us how long you've been here, Hilda. And... Stand up. Yeah. Okay. Hilda Pace, and we moved out to Coweta County in the 1980s. I don't remember dates real well, but we visited Palmetto Baptist Church, and we didn't get to come much on Sunday mornings, because, but we did come Wednesday nights and um, Sunday nights. For, the reason for that was his mother um, was in the church with us in East Point, and after his daddy passed away, he promised his um, dad that, well, before he passed away, he promised his dad that he would see that his mother got to church every Sunday. So we kept going back to East Point, and we'd take her. She was at uh, Baptist Towers in uh, uh, Atlanta. So after she passed away, then we moved our membership here. And let's see, um, what brought us to Palmetto? At that time, they had such a, and they still do have a, um, what do you want to call it? Um, I know Virginia Munn and uh, King and, um, what was her name, Jackson. They visited us so much. And the visitation program was just wonderful at that time. And we knew that this is where we wanted to come when we could. So after uh, his mother passed away, we moved our membership here. And what is your favorite memory? 
I can't say that it's my favorite mem- memory, but it is a memory that stays with me. We were in uh, Florida, Daytona Beach, mm. at 9-11, mm. and I remember you called us that morning. The guys had gone to play golf, mm. and we knew that um, they were, you thought they might be at Cape Canaveral, and you didn't want them to be at that area at that mm. time. But um, anyway, you called, and you mm. had called the church for prayer meeting, and mm. I told you then that we would have prayer meeting mm-hmm. that night too, and we did. So we came home the next morning. But what keeps me here at Palmetto is the people. Mm-hmm. This is a loving church, a family. Um, well, it's just a family uh, organized church. We um, have lots of friends here. We left back in 07. We moved to Noonan. At that time, we knew our um, Charles had some memory problems, and we thought it'd be better to locate in a church nearby, which we did. And then um, it, it was nice. We liked the church. We loved the people there, but it was not Palmetto. So back in uh, 2011, I moved our membership back here. At that time, he was in, in memory care and mm-hmm. didn't get to come, but you accepted his letter mm-hmm. to him. So it's, it's just been a wonderful experience being here in this church. Wouldn't be anywhere else. There's no place like home. <laughs> Amen. 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 Stand up, QT. Come here. Are you standing up? Oh, you are standing up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Billy Joyner. Billy Joyner. Tell us about Billy and JT. Oh. Well, we came here in January 1980. Uh, we moved from Riverdale and built a home in uh, Sharpsburg. And while the house was being built, my son and his wife lived in the big two-story house over here on the corner across from the, used to be a uh, filling station. Uh, he restored that house, and he fixed us a room up, upstairs and we slept there and had our meals with it and while the house was being built because we had sold the one in uh, Riverdale. What next? <laughs> What's one of your favorite memories here? Well, I think this morning when... Uh, I can't think of her name right now. She sang... Those two girls, I've seen them grow up along with so many children in this church. They are wonderful and uh, have been real sweet to me over the years. Um, Another memory I have is when Charlie Pace was uh, our senior leader and we traveled and we got to know each other a whole lot. but we have had so many people in the church, and we had, both of us had 16 uh, mission trips where we got to learn people. That's the best way in the world to learn somebody in, in this church. You, you see them when they get up in the morning and what they look like and when they get worked all day and what they look like when they finally went to bed. But we had a lot of fun. And I just wouldn't take anything in this world. And those trips meant so much to my husband. Oh, he loved them. And he loved cutting up with all, everybody. 
Let me see. Uh, what keeps me at PBC? This is the best church I've ever been to. It's so many sweet people, a loving people. It's a loving church. And I wouldn't take anything for, um, for this church. I love it now. I'm so excited about moving on down the road and continuing my, the rest of my life. I'll be 93 next month, and I just love it. Wow. Oh, I wish we had more time. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And you have so said so. Thank you so much. Let's bow for prayer before we go to our invitation. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, a preacher can't. A preacher cannot preach a message that is as powerful as the testimony of your church. And I'm so thankful for these people and even those who did not get the opportunity to say anything. This church has meant so much. And it's all because of you. Without you, there's no church anywhere, let alone here. But you have made it possible to be here. Thank you so much. As we get ready for our invitation, if there's anybody who's never been saved, I urge you to come to this altar here in the front and say, I want to receive Christ as my Savior. We'll help you. If you're here and you need to join the church, come on, we'll help you. If there's some concern you have that you want to pray about, come on. We'll help you if you want us to. If there's somebody here that you just in your heart, you feel led just to go over and hug them and say, you have meant the world to me. And you want to do it on homecoming. Do that. And Lord bless this time. In Jesus' name, amen.